Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to Sit Down with Stand Ups this week. I got a really talented comedian with me here. You may have seen him on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he was the lead marmoset for Rio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Francisco Ramos. Yeah, I was the lead marmoset in Rio. <laughs> People always ask me, like, who, which monkey were you? I'm like, the one that talks. Yeah, the main one. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's like millions of them that just make noises. <laughs> if they were, if I would have got hired for that, then I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta change my uh, <laughs> my agent or something. Yeah. Well, how how did you even like come across? Did you do a lot of voiceover stuff before, or was that one of the first ones? No, that, that was the the first thing I got ever, like in terms of like uh, acting or voiceover yeah. or anything like that. That's that was, awesome. I was still working in my day job when I went to audition for it, you know. And I, yeah. you know, it was one of those things that you know I went up. I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It was this is all instinct when I audition, you know. Did I, I mean my one funny thing was like because it's in Rio, it's in Brazil. Right. When I first got the sides, I remember uh, I, I was practicing and doing all the lines in uh, in port like with a Portuguese accent. Yeah. You know, and then uh, and then when when I got there, the guy was like, "What are you ta- What are you doing?" And it's like, "Oh, I'm doing the Portuguese accent." It's like, "No," he was like, "Just do your normal accent." It's like, "Just do that." You already have an accent. It's like that's. I think people are gonna. M- People in the U.S. are gonna make a difference between. Oh no, actually, that's not a. Yeah. That's not a Portuguese. Let's accent. thicken it up a little bit. Yeah, more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's so funny. How so? Okay, I wanted to play a clip from it. Um, how many like takes did it take? Were you there for just a day or? It actually, I recorded two days, one like one year apart from each. Like I went in <laughs> for one the first day, and I, uh, I recorded like my. Uh, I, I was I actually came for two roles. One or yeah, it was two roles, and then I did one with like with other. Uh, it was like a improv scene with like Carlos Ponce, oh, wow. and then uh, Jeff Garcia. So I That's was like, awesome. so you're in the same room together. In the same room together. Okay. So we were just doing the whole thing, and then uh, and then they left, and then I was doing, and then I did the voice, the voice for the monkey. Yeah. So then when I did it, you know, the director. He was like, oh, man, I really like what you did with the monkey. And, you know, and after that, I think they kind of like kept it like, yeah, I'm just going to do the monkey one. Okay. And then a year later, I came back for ADR, uh, which ADR is just basically when, like, after it's been shot and you can see the drawing and everything. Okay, right. Then they just want to match the, the, lips, match and the lips and stuff like that. So I went in for that, and I could see, like, the scenes. And so I recorded some new scenes, and then I recorded, like, other, you know, the same scenes that I've worked at, you know, so, uh, so basically, but it was four hours, five hours wow. each, you know, the, the two times that I went, so it's pretty, it's pretty quick, you know, yeah. it's not a, that's really exciting though. It, I mean, it was great. I mean, yeah. this is the first time I was doing anything like that. So just to be there, even going to Fox studios and just going there and like, you know, walking Simpsons in and family guy. Yeah. I remember I got picked up in, um, they sent a driver for you and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Things. Yeah, it was Hollywood, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was my other taste. question was, did you know that you were going to be the marmoset when you came in? Or did you just kind of go in and talk and try some different voices? And then they were like, well, you'd be perfect for this. Well, I knew I was going to do the monkey one when I came in the first time. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, yeah. So before when I auditioned, I auditioned for several parts. You okay. know, monkeys, birds, and all this stuff. You know, and then I went in for the first time, the first recording session. It was uh, it was one for to be like a, one of the human, the bad, like one of the the handy guys or the yeah. one of the, the you know one of the, the dumb guys, yeah. yeah. And then and then the monkey, and then so I had you know I had a voice for the monkey, and then I had a you know and the voice for the monkey was something that I just yeah. I don't know how I came up with it, you know, whatever. <laughs> just came. I just I just well, did let's it. listen to a little clip right here. Yeah. Hello, boys. Seems like you've had a busy day. <laughs> what, this? <laughs> this is just some stuff we found. There are two blue macaws out there, and I need your multitude of eyes to help me find them. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What's in it for us? <laughs> well, that's a fair question. <laughs> Let's discuss it. <laughs> I certainly see your point, but what could I possibly do for you in return? <laughs> save me! Save me! Oh, well, that's a thought, yeah. But is it enough? I don't want to feel like I'm cheating you. Help me, help me. We'll do it. We'll do it. Save me, please. Save me. All right, you've twisted my wing. Deal. Now then, any more questions? 
Go do your monkey business. <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, I remember, shoot, I had to record that because I was ADR when I was falling. Yeah. So I had to like go like, <gasps> yeah, like I was going to say, like, how are you like, you're doing flips in the Yeah, thing. Like, I mean, that was just that like noise? going like, ah, ah, you know, just <laughs> watching the thing and just making, you know, ah, and then when it was falling, just ah. so fun. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and it's just and those little things that you didn't that you don't notice. It's like you have to record it. Like, all right, do this uh, yeah. when you fall. When like, oh, uh, and this, uh, and the, uh, oh, whatever, uh, you know? yeah, like all the breathing and stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, so yeah, cool. yeah. And who was the cockatiel right there? That was uh, I forget what's his name. The guy from um, uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, oh, Jermaine, Jermaine. Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. he was great, and I met him in the in the premiere. The premiere? You know, and I was like, I was like, hey, and I came up to him. It was like. Look, I'm, I was the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> right next to you. Yeah. yeah, you know, by the way, I'm the monkey. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, and then we started talking. He was really cool. That's you know? so cool. Yeah, yeah. Because you like, record those separately. Yeah, you never, I never, like I said, that I only met, you know, Carlos Ponce and Jeff, you know, well, I was, because we were in the same scene. But right. all those things are shoot, you know, are shot. Like, I know, like, for example, um, uh, what's his name? The guy from the Facebook. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Heisenberg. Yeah, uh, he uh, like he was recording Jesse. Rio. Yeah, Jesse. You know, he was recording Rio while he was shooting Facebook. Oh wow! Like that Facebook movie. Yeah. So he would. Sh I think they were. He was shooting during the week, and then during the weekend, just all they were voiceover stuff. They, all the voiceover stuff that they. It was in where he was. He was. He wasn't even going to. Uh, That's insane. Yeah, I heard. So. Yeah, like stuff like Dan Castellaneta. He'll just record in New York. And oh, go yeah. over to Simpsons and like just yeah. over the phone or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think after you're set like that, it's like that's what happened with Eddie Murphy too. Like I think when he did the last Shrek, Shrek, he was like he did it in his house in like one day. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, let's go back. So you're from Venezuela originally. Yeah, I was born there. You were born there, and you came. You moved to Maryland. Is that correct? Maryland? Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, 12, 13. 12, 13? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did you? When did you like? When did you know you kind of wanted to do comedy? Was it like around then or was it much later? No, it was definitely much later. You know, I moved there, you know, I think, you know, just moving into a different country without not knowing the language, you yeah. know, I was, was just that a little kid. Rough? Yeah. 13, oh, that was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough because I got in, my mom put me, you know, like the, you know, in a small Catholic school, oh. you know, private school. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have ESL or anything like that to help me. So it was just me sitting <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, learning basically by myself, you know, in the back of the room, you know, for like wow. the rest of the sixth grade. It was like I felt like, a, yeah, I felt like I was a monkey. Just basically just like <laughs> so that's where I came from. That's where you I came from. from. I think that's where I drew my experience from that, you know. That's so But funny. it was just me just, yeah. And then finally after I started seventh grade, that's when I first started like learning, you know, like, ah, like learning English. And Watching like, oh, some like stand-ups maybe. Yeah. But no, but stand-up, that all happened uh like after i graduated college okay that was like after i graduated college because when i finished in my last semester in college i was like uh, i started realizing i don't like what the what the hell is this <laughs> i don't doing? like what i'm doing yeah. so i started thinking what do i like to do what do i like you know what's my so you, passion you were always kind of funny around your friends then. yeah yeah i was always funny i was always making fun of people i yeah. was always like you know, like uh, uh, just come up, come up with jokes and impressions, and you know, and always the stuff that I would like to watch was yeah. all like comedy shows, right? You know, and stuff like that. So I, that was my, I was always inclined to that. You know, how about your parents? Were your parents like pretty funny? My my dad was very funny. Yeah. He was very uh, he was, he was like he was so good at doing jokes. You know, like the typical. Like you know, like clean, just pure jokes. Yeah, just. Pure jokes, yeah. you know, like the ones that you, you know, like takes like five minutes to get right. to the punchline, yeah. but <laughs> but they're funny. But he was really good at that. Yeah, you know, he come up with that. So and he was very charismatic and stuff like that. So I think I got a lot of the humor from him, you know. That's so awesome. uh, my mom was, you know, she's very quiet. Or whatever, yeah, you know, but nothing. <laughs> it's a good balance. <laughs> That's a good balance of it. But yeah, because I know, like, you know, my parents are from Iran, so mm -hmm. we both have, you know, foreign parents, and like sometimes I've heard, you know, like other countries the sense of humor doesn't translate into American humor. Like some countries don't even have like sarcasm, you know? Yeah. So they take everything very literally and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So obviously, you know, Venezuela and all that, like, well, yeah, well, Venezuela, I think uh, they were Venezuela. were like the, I think it's one of the countries that is like, they still say, I think they think there's a thing out there or something like it's one of still the most, one of the most happiest countries yeah. in the world. And I read that. Yeah, yeah. And it's the most fucked up country <laughs> right now, you know, yeah. but like, and that's the thing about the Venezuelan people, like they just, they just laugh at everything, you know. Like uh, they, 
something happened. You know, hey, like, like they just tell the story of like, you know, I got kidnapped. You know, I started laughing about it. Like, <laughs> I got kidnapped, you know, and this guy. And then I knew the guy, you know. It's like, what? But they always make a joke yeah. out of it. So I think that having that person, you know, having that humor sense, you know, like I had it within me, you know, yeah. even when I moved here, you know, it was always there. And I think it just made it easy to to kind of like, okay, I want to do, you know, I always liked that. I was like, even when I went back home, like, oh, it's just the making fun of everybody, you know, right. just like you riff with your friends and you have to be really good because if not, then you're, you're fucked. Then yeah. you're like, you know, then you're like, you better be quiet. Because exactly. Until you start making fun of everybody else, you know. So it was, I think that in, in terms of translation of the, of the, of jokes or ideas, you know, I think that of course a little, the humor was different or it is still a little different. But in terms of just being funny and yeah. having that thing, it's, like, it's, like, it's the same, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, that's very interesting because Iran is like, I feel like a lot of similarities where it's like, it's, you know, right now it's a terrible time for both of the countries and yeah. people will just get together at a coffee shop or something and just crack up and outside, you know, it's on fire or something. Yeah, hell like, yeah, you know yeah. What? yeah it's, it's like the, nothing. There's humanity in that. So. Yeah, I think it's like, that's just, I think, and I guess it's more, more of a human way to just you know, in a way, deal with the problems, you know, yeah. like, might as well, it's like, well, it's a coping let's, just, mechanism. let's just totally. joke about it, you know, yeah. what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. So then you were in Maryland. Yeah. What was that like? Was it like, were you like in the city or were you in Baltimore? I was, or? no, I was actually in the outside of D.C., which is now called like the DMV area, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Okay. So I was like, I was like 30 minutes from D.C. Okay. I was in a uh, town called Bethesda and then I moved to Rockville which is right there you know so pretty I, like suburban yeah it's life. very it's very suburban right. like now when I go back home I'm like oh, how the fuck did I know <laughs> so like green I'm like why is so much green here back in the country like, yeah <laughs> yeah I'm like you know this is like deers walking around I'm like god but yeah it was very it's very uh you know very suburbs very like typical house you know like the whole thing the yard we had a we used to live in a corner yard which I had to mow the lawn <laughs> you know, and it's you know, it's like it was like I don't remember like it was like it took me like five hours to fucking mow the lawn of the house <laughs> because of course I would take breaks and stuff like yeah. that. But I was like, you was living on a golf course. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was like putting the green. You know, Jesus. That's so funny. And then so for you in Maryland until you were probably like eighteen, and then you went to college in D.C. Yeah, I went to college in College Park. So okay, I grew. Cool. Yeah, I graduated, and then I went to College Park. I and I majored in finance and international business, and <sighs> I think you know because yeah. of the whole. Uh, you know, culture thing of like, I did the you same know, age. yeah, yeah. It's like, that was the thing that I was like, cause when, you know, when I graduated, I was like, okay, I guess I have to do what my parents tell. I mean, right. and it wasn't, they told me you got to do this, but it was always like, well, I guess that's it was business. Respectful yeah. To do that. Yeah. It was kind of like, go do dance. Yeah. It wasn't nothing. It never came, you know, that never, right. you know, it was always like, well, business and business when people would ask me, but it was always because my dad or my parents subconsciously, not right. even they told me, but it was always there. Right. So then I, then I, of course, you know, went into school, major finance, international business. And, and as I'm saying, that's the first, the last semester of when I graduated, I was going to take this class, which is called uh, security evaluations. And that's what I thought I wanted to do. Like really wanted like focus on my, in finance. And when I took it, I was like, the first day, I was like, I hate this bullshit, you know, I cheated <laughs> my way through it, you know, like the whole semester. Thing. And that's when I started, that's the first time I started thinking, like, what do I, like, what do I want to do? What else? Can yeah, I do? like, what, yeah, because I think the whole life, it was always like, I never thought, like, on my own. It was always, like, what I was supposed to do. Right. In terms of, like, what my parents would want me to do or what society wanted me to do or family wanted or friends wanted me to do so the first time i actually stopped i'm like what what do i want to do yeah that's when i started going like well okay i like you know that's where the whole idea of being a comedian happened you know was that kind of like a tough transition because it's like you're kind of lost of course i mean i think it's like i think for i and i think you we were pretty similar because it's like we grew up in a different it wasn't like it was nurtured to us to like, hey, be whatever you want to do or right. be, you know, it's like, so we be grew whatever up. you want to do as long as it's lawyer, doctor, engineer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be, be whatever you want to do as long as you can follow this chart exactly, right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else we don't want, you know. <laughs> but no, it's, it is tough to be like, you know, to go from like, all right, you know, you, you grew up in a way of like, 
and how everything was supposed to be and like you go you gotta get the job and then go to the, get an MBA and then right. get married and get divorced <laughs> and then try to kill yourself and then it didn't work out and then you remarry again now fuck that you know I saw my whole life I was like okay yeah. I don't want this I know I was gonna I was like I know like if I keep doing this you know when I'm 40 I'm gonna kill myself yeah. you know like or, or contemplate about it. it's gonna be a fail suicide but I still like uh, you know Francisco he tried to kill himself <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so it was tough just to go from like, you know, forget everything and just, you know, do what I want to do. You know, that was the toughest part. You know, it was yeah. like, it was kind of like moving. Uh, now that I see it, it's like when I moved to LA, it was kind of like me moving from Venezuela to US for the first time. It was like another new way. Like to learn a new, a new thing, yeah. a new language. Right. A new, you know, like yeah. comedy language or the art, artist language. That's a big, that's a big transition too yeah. from suburban to like LA crazy city and then you came here to do well your day job was still finance yeah because I mean I, I realized I was like I'm always being like at that point though were you just like I'm gonna do this so I can was comedy right away oh yeah yeah I mean I moved specifically to do the whole uh, comedy you know in the beginning was improv right you know but like to do comedy you know like I because I took improv classes in the first time in DC that's the mm -hmm. first time I won like you know, because uh, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways was very popular yeah. back in those days. And I was like, I really like watching it. I was like, well, I'm going to take one class. i never taken any acting class or anything like that. And I took it. And it was very, I was like, man, I like, it was like natural. I was like, man, I can do this. You yeah. know, I was like, this is, I'm pretty good at it. And then my first show, I was like, I was nervous. But then when I did it, I wasn't nervous. I was like, and that's the and first time. the first laugh. Yeah, and I got laughs right away, it's and I was shocking, like, right? yeah, but, and I was like, damn, I like it's like that, that. It's like getting, I don't know, I never done heroin, but I guess it's like the first time. <laughs> it's the same it's like, yeah, give me some of that shit. <laughs> and then I was like, going crying in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, like once you get that, I was like, man, I think I'm, and and to me it was the, also the the thing that I really noticed was like I wanted to do it again. Yeah, like I was like I wanted to get better at it. Everything that I did beside, before my life was always like, I would do it, then I would get bored. Right. And then I'm like, all right, next. Yeah. I'll do this, bored, next. This was the first time I was like, now I want to do more and I want to get better. I would stop, I start, uh, you know, I would stop uh, and go party anymore and all this stuff. I would like, you know, just to go do intern at this improv place yeah. and all this stuff, you know, just to get better at it. It's so funny because I feel like just like, like normal people and like, you know, yeah parentheses or quotes like when they see like you know it's serious they see you on stage for like maybe five or ten minutes and like oh this guy's really funny but like it's a job it's a full-time it's, a, it's a job it's like, just a complete it's a job that's like it, it just you don't you don't have hours right you know you don't get paid monthly or, or every 15 days you know you don't have insurance you don't have i mean but, but it's you're still but it's still jobs, a complete like, i mean it's a i think it's even a harder job i mean it is a harder job because you're doing it for no money or little money, and then and then also you're working 24 hours a day. Exactly. You're working weekends. You're working days that you normally work. You know, you're commuting it's, and doing all this. Yeah, stuff. all this stuff. It's like people think like it's yeah, just getting up, doing there for five, right. ten minutes. It's funny when every time people tell them, you tell them like, oh, I'm doing. So how how many shows do you do a week or whatever? Do you like no, almost every day. I get up every day. Yeah. They're like what? Like you know, it's like. That's, I think it's a hobby. Yeah, like yeah. it's a hobby. Like, yeah, I would no. just play golf. Like, this is not golf. <laughs> and then lady. I'm funny, you know, yeah. for an hour and out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> it's, it's like every, and, and it's funny because everybody that's like, or like sports or art, like they do it every, all the time. Yeah. That's why they're good. They're, if you're an athlete, you're an athlete all the time. All the time. It's Tiger just... Woods is not fucking doing it. You know, well, right now he's pretty sucking much, you yeah, know, but. It's back thing. Yeah, but like, but you do that every, every day, right. every time. That's yeah. how you get better, you know. It it's, is a job. Yeah. It's so funny because it's like this little magic thing where you, the comedian comes out and he does this bit here and there. And then everyone's like, oh, well, he's, that guy's just great. And yeah. You don't realize like that guy is dedicated 10 years yeah. to that one joke. Of course. Maybe, yeah. Like yeah. And, well, and that's the that's where you see if you're a good comic or not, where it comes across like that, where you actually do it. And you're like, it looks like you just, he just made it up. You just made it up right there. Yeah. That's where the, you know, a real comedian comes and the magic of comedy comes where like. You see it like, oh, it's like the first time he said it. You know. How long have you been doing stand-up now? Uh, seven years. Seven years? You know, okay. Seven, yeah, like seven and a half right now, yeah. That's like so. the time that like everybody says, like I think Jay Leno says, like if you could be in this business for seven years, then 
Yeah. You're in it forever. All right. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Somebody told me that too back when I was still working at the comedy store. Like, like when a you while find back. your voice. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah. I mean, I don't. The cool thing, I mean, for me, like I always judge it in terms of year, or like every year, like have I, am I getting better? Mm-hmm. Have I done better gigs or have I done better stuff? You know, just to see the improvement. Yeah. That's how I think I, you should judge yourself as a comic, you know, in terms of like, especially when you're starting. I think once you're solidified as a comic, then it's another thing, you know, right. like that's your, you know, but it, when you're still, you know, getting up that ladder or whatever, you got to keep saying like, cause to me, I always saw that when I first started because I was like, I was like, look, if I'm doing the same thing I was doing when I started, you know, like still doing the same open mics, and still, then it's like, all right. Maybe then, it's not working. Then yeah. it's not my fan, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, so hard to tell yourself that or to even tell somebody that because that's their dream. That's your dream, yeah. And you, you told know? everybody you are going to be and clean. You, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but I think, you know, you got to be uh, realistic too in some way, you know. And yeah. I, uh, you gotta, you know, gotta see what's working, what or what you get at. It doesn't mean just because you you can't do stand up doesn't mean that you can't be in the comedy business. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. the thing. Is like, there's millions of things. There's millions of do. things you can do. You can be a writer. You can be a producer. You can be a director. You can be a host. You can be a you know manager, agent, if you want. You right. know, all, whatever it is. You know, but you just gotta find some people. You know, I think it's like you do have to be realistic in some ways. Where like, okay, I. I know I have the talent for this. I know I don't have the talent for this. Yeah. I know I'm good at this. And, you know, it's hard. It's tough. But I think you got to be true to yourself, too. Yeah. You, know? you can't delude yourself in your dreams. But no, no, no. I really enjoy your comedy because you, I could tell that, you know, a lot of it just comes from personal stuff. And, you know, it's not just like random observations. Like, if there's like, I can feel like the character behind it and everything like that. Like, how much of it do you just like, pull from just every it's day 100 percent. 100 everything that i do it's from base of stuff that happened to me that i saw happening you know that's two two things i mean i, th- I don't think i don't think i can do comedy that if, if it hasn't happened to me right if i haven't experienced it you know either firsthand or i did it to somebody or they or I saw somebody do it to somebody, you know, but I got to be there. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's amazing how people, when I do shows, they come up to me and they're like, so you're really from Venezuela? I'm like, <laughs> why would I make that shit up? <laughs> like, like, why would I pick? But I mean, if I really wanted to go the Latina route, I guess I would pick Mexico just to be a little more popular. <laughs> but like, why would I make that I'm from Venezuela just to do a joke about Venezuela? You know, it's this like. This whole voice is a character. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't really have an accent. It's like, come on. It's like. But it's amazing that people still think like you, know, you come up with. I a mean, lot of every, people ask Drew Lynch that, you know, the comic. Oh yeah, stutters. about the stutters. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like, dude, he act, like that's how he just talks. Like it's course. not. A big, how would, why why would you would, ask? That? You know, like yeah, it's like he's gonna do the stuttering thing for like you know like. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Oh, I got a great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me stutter. Oh no, you know. No, I think I think you gotta be true as a comic. You know, like, I think that's where they're. Yeah, the connection and the realness comes. I mean, I think that's where the the even the the good. I mean, if you see the greatest comics, are the ones who, you know, they they take from their own life. Yeah. Even though you know, even Seinfeld, for example, who's like you know very observational, it's still his point of view on those observations. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like he still lived through every little thing that he talked about. You know, he flew, so he talks about that. He, you know, even those stuff that people relate, which is another thing that you have to do as a comic. Right. You know, but you have to talk, you know, I think. Yeah, it's I much more believable and, like, relatable. Yeah. Like, right I just away. can't tell. I, I, even, like, you know, like, my sister, for example, or friends, they tell me a lot of stories that they happened to them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it was so funny, this trip, and we lost the bags and all this stuff. It's you like, should talk about that. Yeah, you should talk about it. It's <laughs> like, I can't talk because I wasn't there. You know, yeah. there's no way I can make that up it'll be like the it would look you know just be bogus the way i said it just be horrible yeah. you know like i gotta be there i have to lose my back i have to go yeah, through exactly. the whole thing because it is my point of view and i'm not i can't and i think in order to say it to make keep it fresh to keep a joke fresh and to come out like you said for the first time that's where it has to be true right because it's like telling a, a story that happened to you when you were uh, five or ten that you fell off your bike the first time. You're going to tell that story 10 times and you're going to tell it the same way the 10 times because it happened to you. Yeah. If it's something that's fake, 
by the fifth time you'll be like uh, it's a different story completely. yeah yeah and you're time you're like tired of it you're like fuck this so yeah. yeah you know you gotta make up this whole i stuttered you know <laughs> no i love that when people are like oh you should do that in your act you know there's something that they happen to them i'm like what in between when my girlfriend broke up with me yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. where you know, am i gonna put it when am i gonna put that in? yeah where do i go where do i go where do i go put that i went to ibiza because <laughs> my, my that's my sister she's like Went to Ibiza and Saint Tropez. Yeah, when am I gonna put that? <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to fucking. I'm trying to go to fucking just like San Diego, <laughs> and I'm gonna put that. I went to Ibiza after San Diego. Yeah, I went to Ibiza with Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Free, you know, free bags, yeah. flight, whatever it is. So you also did Jimmy Kimmel. Like you've done a few sketches for. Him. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they, I went in for this like CBS Diversity thing, I think, and. Because of that, I got to, like, audition, or they called me in for, like, Jimmy Kimmel, you know, for some sketches for Jimmy Kimmel. And, and now, you know, once they, I guess they keep you in a rotation. Once they like you, they keep bringing they you back. You. So, like, you know, every every few, you know, months they call me, you know, to just to do sometimes little parts and sometimes big parts, you know. So, That's it's so pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. The big one that I saw, and you can see it on YouTube, is uh, if you type in Francisco Ramos, Jimmy Kimmel Live. But it's the one where you're, you know, it's a sort of like a Telemundo kind of soap yeah. opera. Yeah. And you're talking to like Obama, and there's a bunch of characters. Yeah, and yeah. And you're like the evil guy. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. It was like it's so funny. It was when Obama, when there, I guess when Obama met with some Latino, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, association or something. And yeah. So they wanted to make like this a whole Telemundo. Yeah. <laughs> so I was playing like the guy who was killed, but he didn't get killed. You know, all that stuff. So funny. Yeah, it was. It's, it's funny. I mean, those guys. I mean, working with them, they're great i mean they're so loose yeah and so relaxed it's like do they let sketches. you like, improvise a little bit like, oh yeah 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 i mean cool. there was the lines and stuff like that but there was some stuff that i did that that you know they kept that i, I improvised you know that's so awesome it's like shooting a sketch with your friends yeah you know and like, that's the idea i mean they just have the best equipment to do it you right know? exactly <laughs> the huge crew <laughs> yeah but it was good it was great i mean and i love going there whenever they call me you know even doing little things or big things it's just great to in that environment is you could tell how that's why the show is so successful because it's so cool so loose it's like, yeah you know, it's great that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. um and you also did marmaduke that was another voice yeah that marmaduke happened because i that was when i got rio the saving casting director uh he was also casting marmaduke which was like coming even before George lopez and yeah Owen and Owen wilson and uh, so i went in with to do a voice of a chihuahua <laughs> and uh, yeah Surprise! 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 I was like, "Can I do the I Kali?" Hate, I hate being typecast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I do the poodle? No, no, no. no. You gotta have Chihuahua face. Look, <laughs> what? No, but uh, so yeah, so, but that was just like a quick little line or two couple of lines. Yeah, you know, I was actually did it with a uh, Fluffy. That's where I met. Oh, Fluffy you did it with Gabriel. That's yeah, because so cool. he was there, so he did a. Uh, several. And like, it was another thing too. It was like three guys, and we're just riffing. That's so know, cool. Oh, so. Man. So that was great, yeah. To be in that room and see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was fun. Crazy. Yeah, no, he was great. So. Yeah. so, yeah, so that that came out and, you know, I did that. So that was like a little another, like it was like a bonus thing from it. But uh, it was great. You know, yeah, movie, you know, it sucked. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to be like, <laughs> well, the director said, listen to this. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Sorry. No, because I remember I went to see it. It's non-disclosure. Like. Yeah, yeah. I went to see it, and I was like, I remember I went to see it with uh, Ian Edwards. Oh, know? really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, we went to see it to the premiere, and I was like, what the? I remember watching, thinking <laughs> in my head, going like, this is. Just <laughs> waiting for that moment. <laughs> and my thing came out, and I thought, like, of course, they record, they cut stuff. Yeah. And I, at that point, you don't I didn't, know how, like, I didn't even know, like, they even would cut stuff. You know, I was still <laughs> so new at it. So I went, and I go, like, I say one line, and that's it. And I look like, like I even look. I think I look at Ian Cohen like, oh, fuck. that was it. It was like, yeah. And I was like, Ugh. I was trying to impress him. Yeah, 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 sure. But um, you pals with Ian Edwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the first. I think like the first comic at the comedy store that kind of talked to me. Like, really cool, you know? Like he's such a funny guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's great. He's yeah. a great writer. Great, you know, funny. Great, great, great friend. You know. So yeah. You know, we uh, we started talking, hanging out. You know, he likes soccer. I like soccer. Nice. And also, you know, just uh, he helped me a lot, a lot too, with uh, you know, comedy. You know, in terms of like things to do, things not to do. You know, writing. You know, give me ideas of it. You know, because he just takes everything. You know, and just comes. You know, comes from like left field. You're like, what the yeah. hell? How did you come up with that? But yeah, well, he's great. 
what's your like writing process like do you write like pretty frequently or yeah i try to i try to write almost every day you know like you know even you know sometimes it might be half hour sometimes maybe an hour sometimes i you know do you you go by time or like how many jokes you wrote or i try to go by time and if i'm and if i get more into the if i get more into you know if the I, bit or whatever yeah and then i let it go you know depending also on time you know whatever your schedule is for that day you know like try to try to keep it you know to write on the during the morning you know which is better for me you know but uh but i just try to at least write every, you know at yeah. least half an hour you know anything you know and if i don't have any ideas i try to come up you know try to just go to the bits that are working try to make them better or bits that are okay and try to make them better you know and then and then if I have a new bit, you know, I just try to work on that new bit, you know. But I think that's the main thing. I think now that I, you were saying that seven years, now I can be myself. and I know how to deliver a joke. and I know what my strengths are as a comic. Now they're writing. I think, you know, it's just, I just got to get yeah more and more writing. I think that's what's going to, you know, I think that's what's going to take you to the next level as a comic. And they're writing. You know? No, at the club, when I was the door guy there, I saw you like in, in May. And then, you know, I'd see you, like, every week or something like that. And then by the end of my time there, it was, like, August. And it was completely, it was just, like, you know, the same kind of act, but it was, like, completely different. Like, it was just so polished and, like, in that much time, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I've, and, and that's why, like, I and think. I was just blown away. I was, like, that's completely different. Like, there's only a few that I can remember. Like, maybe Byron Bowers also was, like, very polished in that short yeah. amount of time. But only, like, a couple of you guys. And I would always cool. ask you, I was, like, when are you going to headline? When are you yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. that? But No, it's great. I mean. That club, I mean, Comedy Magic Club, has just been so good to me. I mean, I'm really thankful for it, you know, yeah. because it's it's helped me become more of a professional comic. I always have to say that. I think the comedy store helped me become a comic, and I think the Comedy and Magic Club has helped me become more of a professional comic. Right. You know, and uh, and I think like uh, it's just great. I mean, it's just uh, just going in front of you know normal crowds and see what works, see what doesn't, see what you know. And uh, it's amazing and just see, to work like, a bit, you know, and try to make it better and better and better right. and better. But, but yeah, I think it's like that's a cool thing about comedy. It's like you always get better. Yeah. I don't think you can if you keep working at it, you're always going to get better. I don't think you stop. I don't think there's a ceiling. I think you can always get better because you can always come up with new stuff. You can always come up with different stuff. I mean, and f- once you find that, I think that that point of view that really defines you with your performance yeah. then i think that's where you reach your ceiling but that then then you can still get better because you then you can talk about one, other sure. stuff you know but then you gotta get there and then see what happens after yeah that, you know well so you write every day and you just said you went to la jolla this past week yeah and I you tried in, out some new material yeah yeah i worked there new stuff you know that's do you, like when you're writing do you are you at that point right now where you like you write something and you think it's funny and, and you're like oh i know that's gonna be good it's fun, yeah. I mean, there's some things that I write, and then I think they're funny, like everything, and then you throw it out, and it's like, yeah, you that's know, it's just for me. <laughs> yeah, or it's funny, but I guess you didn't, you didn't, you know, I gotta work more at it, you yeah. know, like the prep. It's not an easy one, and there's ones where it's like you hit, you write them right, you say it the first time you say it, and you're like, okay, I know this is gonna work. Yeah, I know this is like, I just gotta make it. It's one of those ones that you're like, well, like. A, I think it's like a gem, like finding a diamond. Yeah. You got to go, this is perfect. Like, yeah. yeah, I just got to I just gotta say it more, basically. Mm-hmm. And you start adding a little more and polishing more. But right away, you know, it's going to work. That's amazing. You and know, like, when you tried out your material this weekend, like, went pretty well? Yeah, I mean, there's one, one of, there's a joke like that that I know that it's like, okay, I know this one's going to work. And then I had another one that I, um, that is an, uh, it's a whole uh, idea that I had before. But then I added this new thing about it. And it just makes it so much better to set up for it just make the bit longer yeah but it looks so much better it's like it's more original too right because i'm and it's one of those things that you're like oh why didn't i think about that before it was right there but like so it's like it's just finding and i think the more you write that's where you start finding more the ease you know how to write for you yeah because that's the thing it's like once you have that point of view you define so much then it's like so much easier to know how to write a joke for you you know, I know I can get this laugh right here, and I can right. get this laugh right here. Now, if I do the act out here, it's gonna get a laugh. And that's one of the jokes that I came up with this weekend, or that I work. It was like, yeah, I know I do this. If I do the act out, it's gonna get the laugh, and I did it, and it yeah, killed, got yeah. the laughs. You know, so it's like, I think just, that's so cool. Yeah, like you just you get to a point where you're like, oh yeah, like this. I know this is good. Yeah, and I know that you know this needs more work or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like so, like I have no idea. Like just as a 
general like what do comics do or like what do you do specifically like when you're trying out something new will you open with some of the stuff that you know is good right away and then like sort of keep it in there somewhere it, it depends on the on the show that i'm doing you know like would you like like nobody opens with new material or closes with new material? no right? no i i don't i did it yesterday oh really okay at the comedy store but it's more of a later show it wasn't it was and it wasn't like new new material but it was a real like uh that bit that i been working and it was like the first time it was just new it yeah. was the first time just the first part of it was all new material so it depends on the on the on the uh on the show i think you like feel for the crowd kind of yeah like that show i mean it was a late spot at the comedy store like you know that's the whole point of that it's just to work stuff out so right. like i'm not gonna be working on or doing new stuff that i'm or stuff that i know that works already. right so it depends but if i'm gonna go do a sh spot for example at the kind of magic club at the 10 minute you know 10 comics for 10 nights you know i'm falling you know i got eight minutes yeah sure i'm not gonna polished up yeah and good yeah and i and, and then doesn't mean i could throw it out there but i definitely do i would throw it in the middle you know i already start with something i know that works then put it in the middle and then kind of like sandwich it in yeah and if it doesn't work it in there somewhere I, yeah. I know and I, that's what i'm gonna do when i do it on wednesday i'm, I'm gonna try this new joke so i'm gonna put him right there like in the middle and i can always like I know now that like if like well throw it out there and then I can always I'm gonna get the crowd back with this other joke right. if, I, if if it doesn't do as well or whatever you know but I think you have to as a comic you have to take those chances you have to like because if not then it just gets that what's the point you know yeah. then you're not getting better you gotta take risks you gotta go like well you know you just gotta go with it you know it's a like, big like balancing act kind of you want to like make sure. Yeah, but because you want to you have that new. joke that you know is gonna work in your back pocket just in case. Just in case, yeah. You want to be good. You want to. It's like, it's like. Uh, I mean, I always compare stand up to like getting girls. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, if you're gonna like, hey man, I'm gonna try to risk it here to see if I can get some ass. But if it doesn't, then ah, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just have some ice cream, whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But then you try it out, you know, you can always have, you got to have the ice cream, right? <laughs> just in the back pocket, just in case it, the whole like, oh, you want to suck my dick? It didn't work. <laughs> Going for a kiss, she leans back. Yeah. Um, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking <laughs> I about? I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Uh -oh. So you also went to Afghanistan, I read. Yeah. When was that? That years. was uh, yeah a couple of years ago. And Me you went and to entertain the troops over there. Yeah, yeah. We went to Kyrgyzstan, and which is the main base, and then Afghanistan. Uh, we went to all the several bases that they had. It's me and Byron Bowers, and oh, then wow. other comics. That's so cool. And like, what was that experience? You just flew over. And yeah, it was. Was it like a week kind of? It was like two two weeks. Two I weeks? think it was like two and a half weeks because uh, we actually got delayed. We couldn't leave. I think like when we were gonna leave. They they didn't pay they didn't pay for the tickets. So oh. then we had. So it's not like they have too many. It was a one way. Trip. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, that's like guys, you're going one way. You're not coming back. <laughs> Fuck. No, but then they didn't have the tickets, and then it was, it wasn't like they're having too many flights back to the U.S. in Kyrgyzstan. So it's like right. we had to wait there for like three days <laughs> to go back. You know, after and you, we've been did you just there keep for working or kind of like sightseeing. No, that one it was like we stay in the main base, and it was like it was felt like prison. You know, because yeah. I would go, I would stay in my little dorm, and then I would go to to uh the the hall the mess hall which mm -hmm. is where you eat and it was like eat by yourself and then go try to play some video games and then walk around but there's nowhere to do it was <laughs> like god damn it was like it was like a little prison but yeah. the, the whole experience was great i mean it was fun to just to you know see those new i mean i've never been there before right. you know just be you know just meet the, the all the army guys and everything because they are very appreciative of like right. just going there i mean they yeah. really like enjoy the shows even the after the shows they were like man thank you for coming because all those two weeks or two and a half weeks that i was there i see how like you know how monotonous it is it's the same thing all the time you right. know it's like and they don't have so it's like for them to at least you're bringing a piece of home for yeah them, take an so. hour just to forget that they're in a base you know stuff like that it was it was great to see that and and also just to experience the life of of a you know being in the army and you know, i never been in the army or mm -hmm. never done anything like that just to f you know at least see it through their eyes and see it it's like okay it was like wow they're i couldn't do it yeah you know i don't think that's a thing for me i don't know if i could you know be there you know it's just uh, it's just too much too much of the same thing where I go like, right. all right, fuck it, I gotta, I gotta do something else. <laughs>
you know but it's uh, great man though like to see that must be incredible and to meet those guys like yeah no it was great i mean and we did some i mean we did some cool stuff too we like we uh we had to uh we flew the helicopters the blackhawks and stuff oh, like wow. that like at night one time we had to go to a base so it was like it was like at three in the morning yeah. it was like a like an action movie you know it's so, you know, like Stop I remember it. me and Byron going like, go, 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 go. <laughs> we go, we get in the car, you know, and then we have to do science because we can't hear anything. Yeah. It was great. We almost got shut down once. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh I God. mean, it was like in Over a, where? In Kurdistan? Well, we're going to Afghanistan. Well, I mean, they're in, they, didn't, they, don't, they say that they just threw some flares for the hell of it. But I learned, I, later when I got here, I heard that they don't shoot flares just because... They were going to shoot. They yeah. shoot flares because something. They're trying to shoot you down. Yeah, They're not going to yeah. give away their location. <laughs> yeah, because we were, in a, we were in a plane, and we were going to another base, and it was, like, me and the comics, and then the, and there were some uh, other uh, soldiers there. So, and, and, you know, like, when you're traveling those planes, it's not like you're going southwest, you know. Yeah. You're fucking sitting in, like, crab, <laughs> you know, like, it's all dark, you know, and it was at, nar- at night, you know. And then all of a sudden, uh, I, we hear some explosions while we're oh flying, God. like, and even the guys who were like uh, the soldiers, they grabbed their guns and they had this look of like. Jesus. So after that, I'm going like, "Fuck, I'm dead. I'm dead. That's oh it. I'm God. going. We're going down. We're fucking go. Yeah, I was fucking. Sc- I remember me and another comic were like just scared as hell. Yeah. I'm Byron, you know, Byron being Byron, like ah, laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Doesn't guys? realize the severity. Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. He's just like whatever, man. <laughs> and we remember like, we talked to this guy and like. The, uh, the soldier who was next to us, he was like, he was also very calm too. He's like, it's like, hey man, are you not worried? He's like, no, like if we die, we die, you know, whatever. Because oh, he was, yeah. you could tell that was his, like, his third uh, right. or fourth already tour. So like, and I realized you, you gotta be all. like that, yeah, in order to be to be in the in the you know to do that. Because if it was for me, I'm freaking out. If somebody tells me, hey, do this, right. do this, I'm freaking out. I can't do it. You gotta be like. You know, so calm when those stuff happens. You know, no, you gotta love those guys. Like, yeah, no, no I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Comics could go and do. No, it's like, amazing. I mean, you get yeah, like I give it's it so up nice to those that guys. You guys, you know, did that. And yeah, I no, it was so great. Cool. It was great. It was great. I wish you know I want to do it again, but I definitely don't want to go yeah. back to. <laughs> I want to go to Japan or yeah. right Bahamas or right. somewhere like that, or like you know Italy. Leave, yeah, like where go I can, outside. Yes, because that's another thing. We only did bases. We never yeah, met. It's not we never safe. see anything of the of the country or anything like that. No, it was just all bases. You know? Yeah. So. Well, it's nice to hear that they were like really appreciative to. I mean, like that. Yeah, if that you have the nightmare, right? You go all the way over there, and then you get heckled. I know, right? <laughs> like, it's like you know what? it was better than <laughs> we didn't want anything, anyways. Just start shooting the guns. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you doing, guys? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you suck. It's like goddamn. That would be the ultimate. Like, I know, right? I'd be like, okay, well, it's like this guy's. It's like stay there for two weeks, and everyone's just booing you and stuff yeah. like that. It's like good. And that's another thing too. There's you can't even get girls there too. Like there's not that yeah, whole thing of like they're so working. That's they're their working. Job. So it's like they're all pissed. They're like man. They're like they're booing and they're also like they're just pissed that they're not getting laid. Like, so all like, the comics when they go off, they're not hanging around. They just go straight to their dorms after. No, we we hung we will hang. You know, like I like mean, not trying to get girls like at the no. back of the. Bar. No, everybody. I mean, that's the whole thing. There, you can't talk. You can't like I think like the male and females can. Mm-hmm. mix with each other of right. course it happens you know but it's like but it's funny because i feel like if you're a woman and you have like low self-esteem mm-hmm. like go to any army base like in like in Afghan, everywhere i mean because as soon as you get there all the guys are like yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't matter who you are <laughs> so that's gonna give you a lot of self-esteem if you're a girl that needs to you know well, that's I hope they don't have to go to that length. But <laughs> if that happens, you never know. <laughs> you never I think that would be a great reality show. Yeah, you know, I just have five girls that have low self teams like MTV meets Mash, just yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 44. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here like. <laughs> that be yeah. You should pitch that. It's a good idea for sure. I know, right? Just saying. what is, what is that uh, show called before? Uh, next. Next, yeah, next, and uh, and I'm getting his. <laughs> I'm forever out here, like woo. Or the the Real Housewives of like Kabul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just. Um, I don't know if I can ask you about this. There's something that you're working on that's coming out. 
it's a pilot for TV. Oh yeah, show. no, that yeah, I think I uh, no, yeah, it's cool to talk about. Yeah, I think it's out. I mean, it's not out. It's gonna come out next year. I mean, uh, so that's a show that Steve Carell and his wife wrote. Yeah, with Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones lead. lead. Yeah, wow. Tribeca. So I'll try uh, back up for TBS. For TBS, yeah. It's an so, original series. Yeah, yeah, it's an original series. Uh, they, uh, I think, uh, no, the, I was in the pilot. I mean, I had a small part on it, you know, uh, but that was great too. I mean, it was just That's awesome. So cool, yeah. Working with, uh, you know, just meeting Steve Carell. It's like it's funny. It's like the same thing. You meet them. First of all, you go like, okay, this is the same guy that you see on TV. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's now you're a virgin. That's when you realize you're like this. It's like acting is just being yourself right you know it's just being yourself in that situation because like they're not doing anything different but then also see how nice i mean he was very cool stuff like that and then the the, la- the wife too was very cool yeah. and then just doing the whole table read thing it's funny because you're doing the table read and like and i only had like a like one line mm-hmm. you know so I'm, I'm, it starts and like all the executives are there and everybody's there and like and you're just waiting for your line to come and you, you don't want to sell fuck it, it. You know, yeah you, and you don't want to fuck it up because right. it's like they could just go like no nah, let's just cut that line <laughs> so i'm going like uh god hopefully after i left the the table read i was like i was like waiting look at my phone for like two hours to see if they're gonna go like you know what we don't need you anymore but then we you know and that's another thing then we you know we shot it and it was very cool too but that's another thing too it's like i'm glad that i had some experience already of shooting stuff yeah because you go to those things and you gotta be you gotta know what the hell you're doing because if you don't know it's like they're just they could fire you right there or they could just because you i went there you know and they're like all right good you're gonna do this you know whatever you know i even they didn't even tell you like you know you're just because also you're not like the main lead you're not you're just basically and that's something you have to know who you are in Mm -hmm. terms of like what character you're playing, whatever. Like, I'm just facilitating the scene. Right. I'm not doing anything else. So, like, you go in there, you got to do your thing. Nobody's going to be like, all right, this is, uh, you know, it's not going to come. Uh, ten more times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just so I went in. I'm funny because I did it. I went in, and, you know, and, like, they, I, they didn't even tell me, like, where to stand. I was like, where do I go? Like, I had to, like, ask the yeah. AD. I'm like, hey, man, what do I, what do? and then I did it. And then, like, I remember, like, uh, Steve Carell came up to me and, like, because when I auditioned for it, I did some some weird accent, not even my accent, like some weird accent when I did the line. Mm. And then when Steve Carell came up to me, when we did it, we shot it a couple of times. Uh, after that, he came up to me and like, hey, man, do you, uh, let's not, uh, let's just do the do the line without the accent, you know, because it's a serious thing. So. Yeah. And I remember, I'm like, okay. And then I remember <laughs> thinking right there going like, does he know that I have an accent? Because... <laughs> <laughs> It's just gonna suck that I do it with like my normal voice, and he's like, "I told you not to do it with the accent." I'm like, uh, "This is me, fuck." So, so no, but we then we did it, and it was you know it was cool. It was me. The scene was me with Rashida Jones, and then the Hayes MacArthur was the other guy, and then um, Gary Cole, which oh, wow, is really yeah. funny too. That's you know, so, cool, so yeah. it was great just to and just to see how just again another thing, just another experience, just to see how they work. Just to see how it is. They just come in, they're prepared. Like nobody, that's why, and that's another thing too. It's like, that's why as a, the guy, the newbie or mm-hmm. the new guy, you come in, you don't want to be screwing your one stupid right. line when these guys are just going blah, 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 like any, like some, you know. Yeah. But of course, it's the experience. That's where experience comes. They've been doing it for so long, you know. It's like, that's it's amazing. Easy, though, yeah. But, but it was great, yeah. So I'm looking forward to see. Uh, when is that coming out? In the fall? It, no, I think it's coming out next year. Next year? I think okay. the spring of next year or something. Spring. Yeah. Okay. So um, we'll definitely, uh, hopefully, you know, definitely look, looking forward to see. I saw there's a trailer uh, online. Okay. Uh, of the pilot, you know. Out, yeah. But it, and it's funny. It's, like a, it's a funny script or funny pilot. Word. You know, it's like a very, uh, like, naked gun. Oh, okay. Like, commer- like yeah. uh, comedy, you know, like, very, like. You know, silly slapstick humor, you know, but funny. Just, I mean, it's it's funny. That's awesome. And yeah. Dion calls in it. Uh, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I think in the in the pilot, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lisa Kudrow's in it. You oh, know? wow. Alfred Molina's in it. That's so an amazing cast. They have they have a good, you know, it's like and Steve Carell's in it. You know, he's I in mean, it too. Well, okay. he's not in it. He's directing it. Directing. So just yeah. putting his name out there. That's so awesome. So, so yeah. Congrats so I'm looking for, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's one of. Those, I mean, I'm of course I'm very proud of it, but that's another thing. Like, another thing for the resume because it's right. like, 
I, I don't want to, like, I'm definitely, I'm not going to be, like, promoting this. Because that's the most, that's the worst thing that I think, I don't like when people do that crap. Or, like, promote, they, your promote like, yeah, <laughs> promote your one line. Come see, and they go, my show. It's not your show. <laughs> this is Steve Carell's show. Yeah, come see me do this like, thing. <laughs> I just, like, I'll just use it when it comes out and as a credit. That's it. You know, hey, okay, you can see him or he, he was, whatever. But it's one of those things that like I'm not gonna, you know. That's the one thing I love about you is your modesty. But I also hate it too because I'm like, man, just come up and like, you know, oh, like yeah, you can do it. No, I no, and and that's another thing, and that's what I, you know, in a way, struggle with of like being having that line of like, yeah, own, you know, being proud of it, being owning that you can do stuff, but also be humble. No, you're a very humble guy. You know, and I uh, all the time. Yeah, I don't because again, it is. uh, If it was. Like, I'm promoting, for example, I'm headlining, you know, on Wednesday at the Kind of Magic Club. I'll call headlining with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Tony. And, like, but I'm promoting that, you know, stuff like that. I, where I am, like, okay, if people come up to see me, you know, at least, like, I'm the show or I'm so, you know, one of them. Yeah. Like, why am I going to promote stuff that's like, hey, guys, catch me or whatever? Like, I'm not going to, or if I do it, I'm like, hey, guys, just be real about it. Like, hey, right. this show's going to premiere tonight. I'll have one line. Well, you know, whatever. Just make fun of it in a yeah. way and, like, just put it out there. But I think the best thing to me is when people come up to you, you know, and say, hey, Ari, I saw you in in this commercial. Or I saw you doing this thing. Oh, that was awesome. That's yeah. it. That's the best thing. Don't force it. Like, don't. the best thing is when you when people that, you, you know, come up to you and give you the compliment yeah. without you pushing it. You know, no, I remember like even when I would tell you all the time in the parking lot at the comic con, I go, Francisco, when are you gonna headline? Like when? And I, I'll never forget. You're like, well, whenever you know they need me or whenever they ask me, I'm yeah. not gonna you know go and ask to do that. And like, and I was like, wow, that's this guy is really humble and like. No, and I think it's like because because you're too, ready, but no you're ready. Doubt, also, you know, you're ready they, they to like, go. You're ready to, and also like headlining is too. It's easy to headline. I think. It's easy. It's hard when people to to say like you're headlining and people are coming to see you. Mm. That's where like I want to be. That's right. where you know, and that's to me that's really headlining. Yeah, because anybody can just go up. I mean, as a comic, you've done it for a while. You know, if you've done it for a while and you have enough material, you can headline any show. Yeah, but to be a really a true headliner is when you know if people you know it gets sell out because people are coming to see you. Yeah, you know. You know, like a Sebastian or like a Bill Burr, or you know, that's to me that's real, that's true, and that takes a while, you know, yeah, to build a fan base, to get people to know you, and stuff like that. You know, that's what I want to get to. To me, that's truly headliner. I mean, I'm not gonna take, you know, put down that I'm headlining the guy in Magic Club or whatever because people are so, people are coming to see me and stuff like that. But talking about like where it goes, you know, no, like in that level, I yeah. think you always have to, you know aim high you exactly. know you know but uh it's a different reaction from the crowd when you walk out oh the look on their face com- you know completely. when they're waiting to see you completely i mean it's like i think the f- the best feeling that i got of knowing how that feels and i hopefully i can reach that level is when i was hosting at the comedy magic club and i had to introduce jerry seinfeld wow you know that's that's amazing. I mean, just to, to say to say the name Jerry Seinfeld and then <laughs> just feel that wave of energy and like people just going crazy. They stand up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's, a, that's where I, okay. This is for that's what I want to get. What, to. Yeah. That's really when they hear that name mm-hmm. and they know and like that. Same thing with Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Same thing. Like that that feeling of like wow, like this. You know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. It just goes. <laughs> they go crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, it won't be too long. I don't think before. Well, hopefully. I Some mean, this kid will say Francisco. I can't believe I said Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like the elf movie. <laughs> Francisca, Francisca. Well, a couple more questions sure. before you. Uh, who are like some of your main influences in comedy? Like, who'd you, who was like the first person you saw or like a movie or something? That was yeah, well, like, I mean, there's actually. I can do that. Yeah. I, in Well, when I was in Venezuela, there's this comic, this uh, big comic called Emilio Lovera. Or, or yeah. I'll say it in English, in American accent, Emilia Lovera. <laughs> but he's great. He's uh, he's he actually he's been of the one of the best comics in Venezuela, I think, history of Venezuela. And he's uh, he was in this show 
kind of like an SNL mm-hmm. in Venezuela, you yeah. know, like they would, you know, every Monday people, you know, it was like the thing that people, you know, look, look forward to watch because they would make fun of all the, you know, what was going on in the government, you know, like just like SNL, right. you know, and have characters. So this guy was there. I remember watching that and like going like, man, I love that. I love, I would love to do that. Or I just, I, I just enjoy it so much. So that was definitely one, like the first kind of guy. And it's cool too, because I got to meet him personally Last week, he actually came to perform uh, in L.A. in front of like oh, a wow. bunch of Venezuelan crowns, and I got to hang out with him. That's so you know? cool. So it was great to like, f- you know, meet him. Yeah. You know, and 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 it's and it's cool because it was more of a not it was a meeting not as a as a as a fan, but more of as a peer because he knows that I do comedy here and yeah. stuff like that. So it was more like that. That's so, so that's cool. the even cooler part. Yeah, like it wasn't like like we could work together in a way, you know, kind of thing. But uh, and then and then when I moved here and started watching, you know, TV here and stand up here, you know, definitely Seinfeld was, you know, huge for me. I loved the show. Yeah. And then when I watched his stand up, loved it even more. And then uh, and Dave Chappelle oh, was, yeah. uh, I mean, I think he I think those are the, I mean, I just love how Dave Chappelle uses his his uh, how natural he is when he just talking and just saying the premise but then how he also uses his his performance or his act outs mm-hmm. to complement what he's saying yeah so uh i like definitely drew from that too as well and then um and then when i moved to la and started you know working at the comedy store you know definitely uh, uh sebastian maniscalco was uh Great, he's, yeah. he's uh I definitely when i saw him first time and going up i'm like oh man this is it's kind of like what I want to do. Yeah, you know, it's one of the funniest comics out there. Right it, yeah, I think it's 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 stuff that I that I it's it's the type of comedy that I like to do. You know, stuff that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the difference from his comedy, my I'm more like, I guess I could you know I talk more about my life. He talks more about like you know he's still his point of view. So, but he's talking yeah. more about stuff, stuff that he sees that he sees that people that can relate to and stuff like that. But I love, you know, that. And then also uh, Ian Edwards, you know, uh, just the way he, how he writes, you know, just the way he, how he thinks outside the box. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one thing that I, you know, even I still see and I'm like, man, it's so cool that he, how he just takes something that's normal and then all of a sudden just comes from somewhere else, but also makes sense in a way. Right. So he's he's like yeah he'll when I see him, like throw something out there it's kind of like edgy and the crowd just gets like yeah, yeah quiet yeah. and then he just his like point of view just makes everybody crack up yeah it's yeah so and, and that's that's great too just having pushing the envelope but mm-hmm. at the same time you know you know you he has he has a meaning you know you don't right. you're not pushing it just for the hell of it exactly you yeah. have another you have a real true idea or funny <laughs> idea that's really or fun. point of view yeah. yeah that's great yeah I, I share a lot of those. Yeah, Seinfeld and Chappelle and all those guys are great. Right? Yeah, I think that's maybe you know that's the and yeah, it's just I just gotta f- uh, find the the guys that can like that you can relate to in a way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, and that doesn't mean you know you find your own, still your own point of view and stuff right. like that. But it is like everything. It's like it's like music, you know, like you know whatever somebody you know somebody like the Beatles. Ever listens to the Beatles? Yeah, or open, Jimi so. Hendrix or whatever, or like rappers that you know that you know influence other rappers. Right. You know, it's like just gotta. It's finding that and then finding your own thing. But it comes from you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, worst you ever bombed? Uh, it was at the uh, haha. At the haha here. The ha-ha. Oh, okay. Haha like cafe. Close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in North Hollywood, and that. Uh, I remember that's like the f- or far no no that was when I f- started yeah. you know like I guess like one or two years okay. into it like one year into it or something like that and then I uh I remember going there and like and I even the owner Terry or Jack they didn't even knew me I don't know how I got into the show I don't mm. even, I forgot you know but like I went up and I remember I did my first uh, bid I don't even know what it was but it didn't hit like but it was silent like Ooh. completely silent. And then again, I did it again, silent, and then it's just silent. After, I mean, like <laughs> nothing, not even, not even like courtesy laughs, just <laughs> complete silent. I remember then seeing the the owner Terry just flashing the light so I could get up, and I think I was doing five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just flashing the light at four minutes or three Ooh. minutes. <laughs> so then I get out, and I'm like, and you know, like as a comic, when you're when you bomb and you bomb bad like that, you're like you don't. 
comics comics never come up to you and say you stink or you bum, but they don't talk to you. They don't see you. It's like you have leprosy. <laughs> so it's like stay away from me. And that's the worst thing because as a comic, you want to go like you want. That's the most. That's a time where you want somebody to go like, ah, oh, that crowd sucks. Yeah. Just give you something, but nobody says anything <laughs> to you. And you're like, yeah, yeah. So I just remember like. I just I just got out of there. I, I mean, and I, I remember, you know, having that w walk of shame to your car, just oh. going like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and then, and but then I remember I was like, "I gotta get up. I gotta get up." Next, you know. So the next day I got up and it was fine. And then after that I was like, "Okay, cool." You know. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I think that's the the worst bomb, like in terms of, because I had, I mean, I have bad shows, you know, or like. The, you know, some I didn't connect with the crowd or something, you know, but I, it wasn't like, but that was like the only time where I was like, I didn't get any laughs Oof. at all, you know, but it was, I think you need as a comic, you need those things, especially when you're starting so you can, because uh, you can get cocky, you know, you can, if you, especially if you start doing shows, the same shows all the time and you start knowing the crowd or knowing what to make fun of or whatever, right. then you get like, you know. And then if you do another show and then you keep doing the same thing, then you bump, you know, so it's good to, to have that, you know, to be able to do, that's why I think that's a big thing as a comic, do as many shows as you can, whatever yeah. shows they are, could be any rooms or whatever, because the good comic can do any show. Yeah. I think when, if you're a comic and you can only do one type of show where the crowd is just completely, you know, not doing anything, Absolutely. whatever. No, then you're not a comic. If you're a comic, you can do any show. And Absolutely. I'm talking about like private gigs, mm. weddings, whatever it is, you know, birthdays, you know, if they hire you and you're a good you comic, can it, yeah. you can do it. You know, I saw actually uh, Jay Leno, like maybe a couple of weeks ago, I saw his name. At, he was doing a Mo Better Monday show at the Improv. Really? And I'm like, well, that's a complete yeah. flip from Hermosa <laughs> Beach, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> So I wonder how that set went, but yeah, yeah. You know, he's a real comic. Yeah, you gotta give it to him. He's playing everywhere. So yeah. So what's wrong with his uh, little Wayne? Eh? <laughs> Did you see a thing in the newspaper the other day? <laughs> but that's but that I mean that's tell that's a perfect example right there. Yeah. I mean, and you could tell that that's why he is where he is. Right. Because he could be just you know traveling, playing golf right now, not doing anything. What is he doing? He's going to move, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have to play any of those clubs. No, but he's doing it because he wants to get better. Yeah. He's a good, you know, and that's why he is where he is. I Great mean, cut, yeah. And last question, uh, if this is a very big hypothetical, but like in a dream scenario, if a studio said, here's, you know, a million dollars today, what would you do? Would you make a movie? Would you do a TV show? Would you? What's your like dream job in like ten years from now? Where do you see yourself? Um, if you had to predict your own success. Wait, so the million dollar question, or the or, or what do I want to be, or what do I want to be? Like, what's the question? What What do you? Where do you see yourself like in ten years? Like, what would be well, your my, dream? I mean, would yeah, you, my, do you want to still do stand up, or do you want to go into like movies and TV? My or? dream would be to be doing a successful TV show. And, or or, being a successful movie or just be a great, and then at the same time still do stand still up. Still do stand up, and get to the point where I have enough of a name, where I can start producing stuff, you know, and then I start, and then helping guys or new guys and stuff like that, and that's that's what I want to do, you know. That's definitely get to the level where I can definitely be, you know, where I where my name can help. I jump on comic comic or some or or if I have an idea that I really believe in that I can definitely push it you know somewhere you know so that's what I want to do that's I mean awesome, that's man. definitely yeah. uh, that's definitely my I see this guy guys like you know like uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg or uh, uh, Matt Damon or uh, you know even Brad Pitt or Leo you know mm -hmm. how they you know they use her you know. You know how much stuff they produce that we don't know or, yeah. or stuff like that. They have their own company. Or even Adam Sandler, another one. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. You, you know? brought everybody up with them. Yeah. I mean, and that's the cool thing about it. Like, I mean, I, w I, uh, I think if I get – and I think it's like my dream is to just to be a successful comic actor. You know, like I don't have to be famous. If I get to that point where I'm a successful comic actor, you know, that, that'll be – you know, that's a dream come true. If it gets to the other level, to me, that's a bonus. Yeah. You know, if it happens, great, you know. But if I can just be a successful comic actor, you know, that's 
what that's the dream that's what i wanted to do you know that's uh be able to live a good life and do what i like to do that's really cool man that's awesome yeah thank you uh all right, that pretty much wraps it up. We got, let's plug some shows this week. Yeah, so I'll be going, I don't know when this is coming out. Wednesday, Comedy Magic? Yeah, so I'll be there Wednesday at the Comedy Magic Club, uh, 8 p.m. I'm 8 p.m. co-headlining with Tony Baker. Hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. and uh, So that'll be a fun show. Awesome. Uh, and then, uh, then I'm going to be in uh, Vegas the week of the September 8th through the 14th. Nice. With, uh, no, that's gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, featuring for Ahmed Ahmed. Oh so, wow! No, that'll be great. Where at? That's gonna be uh, the. I think it's the Tropicana. The okay, Laugh the, the Laugh Factory, the Tropicana. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then I'm also gonna do be doing shows throughout the fall in uh, colleges and stuff like that. Awesome. Uh, you know, like uh, going to go to Miami. You know, FIU. That'll be fun. And nice. Yeah. Uh, and then gonna do other colleges as well. So uh, you can follow me at a. Uh, F Ramos Comedy. That's my tweet, uh, Twitter on Instagram. That's where I put all my, most of my stuff as well as my website. It's franciscoeramos.com. And, uh, and Definitely yeah. follow him on Instagram and Twitter. A lot of funny stuff. And yeah. Got some to, good uh, videos and vines. and Trying to, you know, keep doing the same thing. You know, just trying to think creatively yeah. every day. But, no. but, yeah, that's where I put all my stuff. So, yeah, follow me there. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, I get to see you guys at the shares. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking today. Thank you very much. No, man. Thanks for uh, having me. That was great. I had a great time. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Catch you later.